What's going on? Welcome to episode 122 of the Workprint's Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com. As always, I'm your host, Rob, and I'm being joined by my two co-hosts, Bilal and Kevin. What's up, guys? Hey. I, I just ate 10 pizza bagels in five minutes. <laughs> wow, so you're feeling great. You're in the zone. I am rough. I'm tired. Um, those are rookie is, numbers. I need to pump those numbers up. In five, I wasn't trying... <laughs> I'm then trying to have a food contest there. I'm just more trying to fit food in after having to go into the office today. I'm back to two days in the office, and this is the first week doing it. Mm-hmm. And mentally, I was not ready for having to come home and being like, I have to wake up tomorrow and go back. Um, are your two ne- days are back to back? It's back to back. Wow, that's rough. Only because my wife has to go in on Tuesdays. Otherwise, I would just do Tuesday, Thursday. Um it's kind of rough. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 I was like complaining to everyone in office who's there three days a week already, <laughs> and so I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, you guys were all saints. You all deserve yeah. your own holidays. <laughs> You're like, how do you animals do this? Yeah, is that I, why we're like, getting treated to the the fresh cut? You know, you're looking good, man. And so this was for the holiday, uh, for, um, which was an accidental haircut, but ended up looking better than I liked. I was initially pissed how short it was, but then uh-huh. I was like. Everyone was complimenting me, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm just wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's yeah, the way to do it these days, uh, yep. yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it came out nice, and I'm, I'm very happy with this haircut. Nice. How about you guys? Uh, Kev, I, you were on last week. I missed you. How have you been? Uh, what was I doing last week? I don't even remember. Um, I Honestly, it might have been that I went to see uh, John Wick 4, I think which I'll, I'll get into in a second but um yeah it was good you know the weekend was awesome thanks to our boy rob you know hosted us over his house his mansion if you will oh uh, my god it's not thank a mansion you, thank you thank you okay okay so what when you pulled up to like where his driveway begins no, and then you saw that Okay, okay, the driveway. No. Where uh, you go into the neighborhood. The, the neighborhood, right? Right. Remember Disney it's fairy tale. It's Paul Kids Night. I'm going into the neighborhood. Okay. So I'm a Texas Chainsaw. Thinking, oh, I'm on like a two lane highway. I need to be safe, be careful, or I might die. And then uh, Rob's son, TJ's with me, and TJ's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, just be careful. We're in we're in our neighborhood now." I'm like, "Wait a minute. I'm looking around. Oh, that's a house up there. That's a house up there. There's so much land. Where are we?" You should, if you go like in the fall when the leaves yeah. are changing, Disney fairy tale. I'm telling you. Anyway, <laughs> okay. and and then and then you get to the driveway and then you're like you're like this is the driveway. Where where's the house? And then like out in the distance, it's just like it's like uh it's like a Naughty Dog game where like you see the waypoint where or like the next mission objective all the way in the distance. Right. And then you gotta like you gotta climb through buildings and stuff just to get to it. Anyway, so yeah, so we had our provisional store championship uh, yes. this past Saturday. Uh, tied for second largest in North America. North America. And we easily could have had second largest all to ourselves, but we had some locals who just couldn't make it out this Saturday. We had and, people who couldn't play but still showed up. I'm like, why didn't yeah. you just play? Uh, yep. Yeah. And so, uh, no, it was it was a good time. It ended up being, what, seven hours from start to finish? Oh, or wow. Less. Yeah, five uh, rounds plus five. Top, well, six, uh, seven, five rounds plus top four, so yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, five rounds plus top four. So seven rounds, essentially. And well, we didn't uh, play top, cut, top two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing. And so... Is there a reason not to play top two? 
because they they, uh, they both get an invite and oh. and the person who was getting second place uh left before it even because they that's yeah, part of the thing two too, or three hour drive back yeah we had people oh, wow. we had people come out who had a pretty long drive and yeah, so they came uh, up from virginia beach and yep. some people came down from north of baltimore yep um it was it was really dope everybody came from pretty far so it was pretty awesome I, gotta say you guys put in the work i mean like i remember rob being like yeah no it's like if we get me my son kev and then we get one other person we can or like two other people we can we can have a night and then uh, and now it's like you guys are throwing like the second largest tournament in the country which is really awesome yeah i know it's cool and i'm hoping that everybody that came out had a good time and stuff like that and so that our our store hopefully becomes like the premier store for the mid-atlantic I was talking to some of the other people and all of them um, have been playing for much longer than I have. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, one of the guys who came out was uh, placed 10th at the hero league championship back in wow. January. So he placed 10th in worlds. And I was talking to him and he was talking about how, like if their, their group gets up to double digits, it's only if something really big is happening, you know, otherwise they're looking at like maybe eight people more often six. Right. And so, uh, it made me feel good at the fact that like we have a consistent you know 10 to, to 14 and oftentimes top out at at 16 on normal days on normal tournaments on thursday. like normal yeah on thursday nights right uh on when we have sealed events like you know it's we're not so the the fact that we got 20 at the psc was was awesome but also i know we could get more right because like i said i mean we have more players that are regulars that weren't able to make it out this time we have one player who overslept, right? And so, <laughs> yeah. was it Kev, was it you again? No, 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 no. it was not me. It was not me. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, no, it was definitely a good time. And then afterwards, I invited a, uh, a few of the locals um, to back to the to, chateau, back to come over. You guys are idiots. <laughs> that is the new name. That is yes. the new name. To come, uh, you know, grab some dinner because we had been there all day. Uh, to yeah. grab some dinner and then then play more tabletop games. Uh, this time in the form of a couple board games. Uh, some of the group decided that they'd rather just watch trailers for anime and stuff. But uh, well, yeah, uh, Mike wanted to show us the show, and I had <laughs> to tell him why it sucked. But I had to watch yeah. it first. So, yeah. <laughs> but no, no that's uh, fair. We but it was pretty awesome playing. Uh, because I don't get to play board games ever because yeah. my family's not that kind of family. Yeah. Um. So I forget what's the name of the uh the game we played. We played Challengers first. Uh, Pilaw, did, that was did we awesome. end up uh, we, playing that I, at Pax Unplugged? Did you end up playing it? No, no, I never did not come across this name. About to look this up. All right. So I was Pilaw. super jealous of that other game too. But go go ahead. Yeah, Pilaw, you've played War, right? I've with like a deck game? of cards. Yeah, yeah with yeah, deck yeah, cards. Yeah. Like you flip okay. it over, whoever has a higher number. That's yeah. So this is like an evolved form of that. That also mixes in some deck building. So uh. Before each round, you go over, you you grab two cards from... Everybody has a starter deck of, like, five cards. You go over, you grab cards, you look at five, you select either one or two, depending on the round, add it into your deck, and then you go head-to-head -head against people. So it's great for large groups because it plays a total of eight people, and uh, everybody's playing at once against each other, right? Uh, so there's no, like, people getting distracted with yes. turns. Yep. Okay. And then, so the, the only downtime is like if you finish first before you start your next round, you've got to wait until your new opponent is done with their match or whatever, right? And so it, it keeps it flowing. And then it's there's a lot less like having to micromanage for, for me. 
Um, there was a couple points where I was like, oh wait, actually, sorry guys, this is like, we played one practice round, it wasn't supposed to be a practice round, but it ended up being a practice round, because so I was like, oh, I forgot, this is actually how the rule goes, and, uh, but that was a good time, and then the other game he mentioned that, uh, he didn't get to play was we played, uh, Rival Restaurants, which is another game that is for up to eight players, everybody is basically a, uh, chef of a competing restaurant, and it takes place over, uh, three different phases, and in the first phase, everybody gets a certain income for the day. And then they select where on the board they're going to go shop, right? Uh, the board is filled with like uh, the fruit stand, which is all fruits and veggies. The chop shop, which is all like their proteins. Um, the mystery mart, which has cards that like augment stuff, ingredients that augment stuff. And the beauty of this too is that this is another game where all three phases are played simulti simultaneously, right? So like the first phase is everybody gets their money. So they grab their money and then they select on this dial where they're going to go. Then they reveal it. They go there. And then there's a minute timer where you're buying ingredients from where you went and you're uh, bartering with other players. Like, hey, I'll trade you this for that. Or if you give me 200 or 100, I'll give you this. Like who needs what? Who needs this? And so there's a lot for like a minute. There's chaos of people just like kind of yelling back and forth and stuff like that. Um, and so this that's is like the part of the game I really was was kind of jealous of because mm -hmm. That's like the beauty of it. I don't know if you guys have ever played like Secret Hitler. But, yeah, you right. know, like yeah. that whole yeah, that whole uh you know, social interaction, like, mm -hmm. you know, manipulation part of the game is pretty awesome. I highly, highly, highly recommend rival restaurants for people who uh tend to have like large gatherings of people. Like I said, it plays up to eight. And one of the things is when you have that many people, I find that there's only like a couple of go to games, right? Secret Hitler being one of them, of course, uh code names being another. Um, and so this is one that is an actual, feels like an actual, like not just a social deduction game, right? Not just a social game, but an actual strategic, uh, board game that there's not a lot of downtime for players, right? Everybody's doing everything all at once. Uh, the most downtime is during the, the last phase, which is the cook phase where you use the ingredients that you've accumulated to complete a recipe that you drew at random. And so, uh, there's, there's more to it than that, but that's like the base uh, of it and the quick overview and I mean the game is awesome it, it, it's it's uh everybody who plays it loves it and I've had a couple people come play it and then buy it as soon as they left see this and is so. a problem this is a problem I have with this podcast Rob <laughs> just mentions these board games um right. I, I mean like look at that in the background it's it's all blurry right now but yeah um it, it's just a pile of board games and there's even more upstairs now yeah uh yeah. no but it's it, I mean when you get the people together and they enjoy a game so much that they like go and buy it, that that's where I'm just like, where's that affiliate link for, <laughs> for me, for me, yeah. the board game influencer? Yep, yep, yep. No, I mean, hey, I, I, one of these days I am going to start, you know, uh, putting content up on my board game YouTube that I created, and and we'll we'll see. Did I you play have... on Rob's table that he made? Yes. Oh, yes. How was the table? I I yeah. need I need a third party. Uh, review of this I mean, table. the table is pretty awesome i immediately was drawn to it because you know uh me and the guys play a lot of poker and i was like yo uh, th as soon as i saw it i was like rob do you play poker because this would be a perfect table for that mm -hmm. felt nice you know nice space and everything it's pretty awesome it also yeah. has it the pop-up uh the pop-up uh, cup holders it was yep. a nice touch Ooh. and it ha and it, it's also because it has poker uh speed felt on it and right. so uh it is very much a, a modified poker table but yeah, so that's what we did Saturday, and that's why they were they were over to my 
perfectly perfectly reasonable uh four person family home all right and then everyone's like oh this is a beautiful home you have rob and he's like this is just a guest house <laughs> uh i mean we we did just stay in the basement the whole time right uh and so uh but yeah yeah yeah. no no, no. anyway let's get <laughs> to what this podcast is actually about uh, that is video games and let's talk about what we've been playing and uh why don't we have you start off kevin since you have something beyond just video games Yes, uh, so I did see or did not see John Wick 4 uh, last week. Did and um, uh, the reason I did not see it was because I was watching. I was in there, you know, it's in- entertained or not entertained, to be honest. Um, it gets to the part where they're, they're, they're having some kind of poker hand. And it was so like the writing thought that it was so dope. Like you can tell when a writer feels like he's in his bag. He feels uh-huh, like he's uh-huh. he's cooking up some good stuff. He's like, "Oh, you like it, don't you? Oh, I know you love this." And I was just sitting there like, "This is stupid." I texted some people and I they said that they were free and I left at that at that scene. <gasps> Wait, was this what city were they in? About at this an point? hour in. Uh they he Were they still in Osaka? It was right after they attacked the Japanese dude's uh hotel. So okay. I believe they were. Oh wait, no, no, no! It was after that because then he had to talk to the the lady, uh, who runs the German uh, chapter of the table or something, and. Um, oh, you're talking about the scene. Oh, okay, okay. I know, I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah, the yeah, fat guy. Was the fat yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah. That fight yeah, sequence. That fight sequence was dope, though. <laughs> uh, I didn't finish it. <laughs> oh God! I wish. Oh, I wish you. I would tell you right now, everything you know, leading up to that was so hilarious. Oh, Rob knows we were talking about it at the party, how these dudes have these suit jackets and they're just like the most unathletic people on the planet. And they're supposed to be dodging all these bullets. They're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> they look ridiculous. It's because the suits are made of bulletproof material. <laughs> Why don't they absorb the impact of the bullet and move toward the person who's blocking? Like they're they're not just they're, like their mouth, their uh, what is their their fabric? So they're uh, they move, but they also are like harder than diamond because bullets just bounce off of them, and it doesn't. You don't well, see they, any bullets. Like they, they don't bounce off. They still, you still feel impact through Kevlar. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't feel anything. And then, like the so many times, I just wish they would have took this part out. Where somebody runs up, they see John Wick, and they shoot, and his face is completely unprotected, <laughs> and they just miss. They miss worse than stormtroopers. It was bad. I was like, y'all need to be fired. A lot of you, y'all are terrible. So. It was, I mean, it was fun for if you're, you know, it, if you're into it, like it, Fast it, and Furious Transformers yeah. type of stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I mean uh, 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 Rob, you saw it? I haven't seen it yet. So okay. let's, not, let's not get in spoiled territory. But I mean, listen, it's fine. Uh, obviously, Kevin has discerning taste, doesn't like yeah. anything that's ridiculous, over the top, nonsensical. Why don't you tell us about the game that you're playing right now, uh, Kevin? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I <laughs> downloaded. Wait, let me start with this. I downloaded <laughs> Jedi Survivor. The, uh-huh, the uh-huh. plan was that I would be halfway through Jedi Survivor when we start this podcast. Right. I didn't know that four years ago, the uh, Warframe debuted their trailer for the Devery Paradox at at Tenocon, 
and it was going to drop exactly the same moment as Jedi Survivor. I have not opened Jedi Survivor. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad because I cannot put down the Daviri paradox. Uh, Story-wise, it's, it's just beautiful. Uh, visually, Bilal, it's gorgeous. This, this man made me pit on a trailer from three years ago for Warframe. <laughs> And then got, it was a six minute trailer, and then got mad at me when I turned it off five minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> I didn't get mad. I just watched it again yeah. later. <laughs> well, but, but, Kev, my, my question is why, yeah. why aren't the enemies just shooting you in the face in Warframe? <laughs> what? <laughs> what like, I, do you, <laughs> they don't have uh, any guns. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the enemies don't have guns? They, well, you know, it depends on, okay, there's several different factions, several enemies have guns. When you're in the very paradox, when you first start, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bow and arrows, a lot of, well, actually, no, there are some guns, uh, but you're, you're not a normal human. You're, you're a you're guardian. John Wick. You're like somebody real, you know. Like, you're, you're a guardian who can defend right? a guardian. Yeah, uh, I think you're more, you're more powerful than a guardian, because <laughs> you did some stuff when you were 12 years old that a guardian uh, that would that would be a a, a, a high feat. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the other thing I found out is that is that these are they're twelve they're twelve year olds, right? Controlling. Okay, so if we get into Warframe lore, it's going to be very yeah. complicated. I'm not going to go deep. I'm just going to say this. Let's just have, let's do it. Let's do it because I I need a reason to go in on Warframe or not. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, right? Like, uh, the, there's a um review by uh oh my god i forgot his name at the moment i don't remember halfway through me saying this there's a review by somebody he calls warframe story the master stroke and you know it's like the common term the master stroke is like when a writer they hold some just expert moment for the perfect time in their story and then they drop it you know they didn't get too eager they didn't uh wait too late you know they just they drop it when it means the most and when you play Warframe, you know, it very much so starts off as, oh, I'm just, you know, this badass going around killing stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I, I got the game. I know what it's about. We're good. And then you get to, like, the eighth planet, and the story begins. Is this that Who's? major twist that everyone kind of talks about? Like, Not yet. Not yet. Why? Okay. Then you go, you go three quests deep, and then huh. you get to the major twist, and you're like, oh, my God. And that's the first oh my god. Why is how, Pedro how Pascal hours? not wearing a frame in this trailer? So <laughs> he's not wearing a frame because he is uh so his mom didn't give him I hate V-Bucks. talking about this because this is basically the uh the spoiler, but it okay. came out in twenty fifteen, so it's you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh so we have Tenno and then we have Warframes. War Tenno are humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, because of certain events, uh, have magical powers, and uh, they control these warframes that are machines. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pedro Pascal is basically the Tenno, which we thought the only Tenno left were all these 12, 13-year-old kids that we put in cryosleep that now are awoken. Mm-hmm. We thought that those were it. Turns mm-hmm. out, like... The most mind-bending quest I've ever been on in my entire life, uh, they put out uh, last year, I believe. And you have another Tenno who's the same person, but much older. And 
it uh and they go very much on like real world ideas of futurism and you know is um when you make a decision do we be, do we split into two different identities or do we remain it does that other opportunity cease to exist and they start asking these real deep questions as you go through the story um and if you like are open to it you can get really mind fucked by it uh but yeah so this is your new character and the game is basically starting anew they know that certain players have put in like what ten thousand hours is light work to certain players who play warframe so <clears throat> but you know new players you're so far away from that it's kind of deterring uh some new players from starting so the very paradox is uh you, everyone's starting on a new journey uh mm -hmm. with their new character and it's it's a lot it's a, a lot of work went into this as i said they debuted the first trailer four years ago and uh it's 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 a hell of a ride all right i mean that's cool i, I anytime a game is brave enough to go like here's a new starting point and it's a starting point for pretty much everybody i mean essentially what this says is that here is warframe 2 and everything but name right and so I think that's cool. And it, it's yeah, they a point. do that in a lot of different ways. Warframe 2, yeah. you know, when yeah. they went open world when they never did before mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So in a way, it makes me go, hey, maybe this is the, the time that uh, I, I hop in and, and give this a try. I mean, um, I, I have jumped into Warframe uh, when I was like in between games. And I like mm -hmm. this is cool. I just didn't know if it got grindy to get through the campaign or not. And, and then other games came out, of course. And so I was like, uh, this will be on the back burner uh, if I ever get interested in it again. Um, like, is it long to play through that initial campaign? Like, Well, there's what? Like, oh my God, 20 plus quests. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, but they've tried to put new quests earlier on in the story. So imagine like, you know, you did have quest one two three now you do quest one new quest one b and then yeah. quest two yeah. and three to kind of fill the gaps because there were some pretty big gaps uh mm -hmm. where you're just kind of trying to get through the star map and get to the next quest or whatever yeah so it's less grindy than it was uh i'll give it that and but you know it's a grind for people who want to grind for things uh the main thing in warframe is you up your level by getting new gear it's not about leveling out the gear you have but well you do have to level out the gear you have but that's pretty easy it's about getting every piece of gear in the game is the is one of the goals um so like it's very much there's always something to go towards but if you're yeah. not a grinder it's you can very much just enjoy the quests when they come out and uh just have a nice story told all right that's cool i i like that um yeah, that sounds awesome all right Bilal, what about you what have you been playing so I have been playing uh, for a good chunk Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So what's uh, a good uh, chunk if you had to put an hour count on it? Oh my god, uh, hour counts I would say twelve. Okay, twelve hours. That's, um, that's I, a, a, a lot considering that this game came out what Friday? Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Um. Okay. I I mean I can give you an accurate count right so now. So you're so you're half done. Uh, I would like to think so. Uh, for no, 14 hours and 10 minutes, according to Xbox. So uh, a little bit more than I expected. Um, I So Jedi Survivor is the follow-up to 
uh, Fallen Order, which came out three years ago from Respawn. It follow. It takes place after Order sixty six um, uh, in Revenge of the Sith, and it's kind of this in between period uh, of uh, from Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope, where you follow Cal Kestis, uh, who's played by Cameron Monaghan um, from Shameless. I think he was in Gotham as well. Great mm-hmm. actor. I like I like him. Uh, and you know. That first game, he starts off like most Jedi in this period in hiding, and then then he gets revealed. The Empire goes after him. You go on this journey, um, and that first game ends with him making a decision with this crew that has come together. Uh, in Jedi Survivor, a few years have passed. Uh, Cal is on his own uh, with a, a different group trying to fight this, the rise of the Empire and kind of not making any headway like he's losing people that are close to him that are trying to fight against empire bring the fight back restore the jedi and uh he comes across a glimmer of hope of like a way to possibly escape the reach of the empire and so Mm -hmm. the quest you're on in this game is to one bring the fight to the empire and to find a way to to escape and maybe have a life that isn't all just constant war because uh, he was a kid when Order 66 uh, happened, so he's right. spent most of his life in hiding. Uh, the combat in this game, uh, and I, I think one of the things about Jedi Survivor that I will say is, this is a sequel in this day and age that came three years after the first. And so, it, which is like quite incredible, because <laughs> uh, you normally have to wait a lot longer, sometimes even like a generation for a sequel nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what I will say is like, if you liked Fallen Order, I think you will be you'll very much like Jedi Survivor. Uh, it, it, it expands on what's there. The gameplay is very similar, but improved. There's enhancements to the combat system. There's new uh, lightsaber stances, so you can have a single saber, um, a dual wield, um, the dual blade, and then there's a there's another a fourth one that I won't spoil. Uh, there's new force powers and like. In this one, you you start off with a bunch of powers you did have in the first one, like that. And uh, Fallen Order, you didn't have double jump in the beginning. You like, kind of had to like relearn it. This right. game, you get it right from the get go. Uh, it, it's got the ex- um, you know like the Uncharted style exploration in terms of like while you're climbing stuff, you're, you're making your way through. Uh, there's a ton of puzzles hidden around, and it's uh, I, I actually like the puzzles. One of the things I will say about Jedi Survivor is when you're out in the world and you're like looking around you don't see just like yellow paint or like white paint like oh that's where i have to go climb you kind of have to like really look at the environment and be like where where do i need to head and like some some walls will have like some markings on them like oh i could all run on that or something but you do have to pay attention to your environment and the game doesn't like hold your hand when it comes to that which i really enjoyed um so far the story hasn't taken off in the way um the first one does like the first that uh jedi fallen order starts strong super strong uh, in my opinion this one decent start uh i'm enjoying it, it the, i mean i'm really playing uh, to experience the story and uh you know it, it it's decent so far uh from what i've played one of let's see what can i talk about without getting too spoilery well, can, here's my question right like, yeah because <clears throat> we've all seen uh you know, the Zelda combat, uh, you know, iteration that they're going with the second one. Would you say, like, 
they've iterated on Jedi's combat enough to where it's like a completely new experience, or is it very much like 1.5? Right. I think it's I think it's one point five. And it's still in, in okay. case. I mean that first one is more souls like than anything else, right? So is it, it still it, it, it is, but I don't find it as difficult uh okay. in this case. Though there are there are uh legendary encounters like against like legendary Star Wars monsters. Yeah, like yeah. I came across uh a Rancor in a cave. Uh and I like the game doesn't have a leveling system. Uh, like mm. you can have you can upgrade there's like a skill trees for your abilities, you can upgrade your health and stuff like that, but there's nothing that's like Oh, your lightsaber does more damage now for the stat. So it's uh, when I came across this fight, it took me like maybe ten tries uh, because I was rushing it in the beginning. Uh, but then I was like, okay, for this particular fight, I need to play it smart. I can only really take one hit <laughs> before I would need to heal, uh, and it was like really satisfying when I beat it. The combat for on the normal difficulty for the most part fairly simple. Um, and that, it, it can be challenging at times, but nothing too challenging i would say even some of the boss fights i'm just like okay that didn't really feel like a boss fight yeah. uh so if you're looking for a bit of challenge maybe up it by like one or two uh on the difficulty scale i will say it is endlessly satisfying to just force pull in like a, a trooper or a droid off in the distance that hasn't seen me and just like one hit kill him with a <laughs> lightsaber yeah uh, and oh my god who uh, the the animation team at respawn had so much fun designing all the kill animations. Every time you think you like, you think you've seen them all. There's just more and more new ones. Um, you get uh, some missions uh, or quests you go on. You might have a buddy with you that uh, you can like ask them to use an ability, which makes the combat a little bit more intriguing and fun. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm having an absolute blast with this game. Like you guys have heard me, I've had no time for video games uh, this year, and I've literally had a conversation with my wife i'm like these are your tv shows that you want to watch now's the time to catch up on them and luckily uh, <laughs> we're both on the same page with that um uh, i will say when the game launched uh last friday uh yeah. there were pc uh, for pc i i wouldn't advise on it um, just with the reports coming out like even with on a 4090 um you can't hit 60 frames per second on 4k so i was like i was like okay xbox it is so i ended up picking it up on the xbox series x i'm playing on quality mode i haven't touched uh, performance only because i heard performance makes the game like the environments like look fuzzy on yeah, uh uh-huh. 1440p and i just i don't like that fuzzy look so i was like i'll i'll try in resolution and see how that goes i it's also like, i mean don't get me wrong obviously higher frames the better the game feels right yeah uh, but this doesn't feel like the type of game that that is wholly yeah that's wholly necessary right yeah and, right. and so and so I've yeah I've just been playing in quality mode and the game looks fantastic on the Series X yeah uh, especially like not in like the second planet you go to in this game is like op- I, I don't want to say it's, it's open world essentially like uh-huh. you can uh you can go roam around and like you can definitely see. Uh, the game taking uh, performance hits, like with some of the uh, and like pop ins in the distance. Yeah, uh, especially if you're near water, it uh, you could just see the the frames just go boom, straight down. Um, they did put out a patch on Friday. I haven't actually played it on the Series X since. Have I? No, they put out a patch on Mon- Monday or Got Tuesday. It, yeah, it came no, Tuesday. Out Tuesday came out. Uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot what day the weekend is. Uh, Patch came out on Tuesday for consoles on Monday on PC. 
so I played it on the Series S. Series S doesn't have performance mode. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's 1440p uh, okay. and lock 30. And yeah. Man, okay, I know I was <laughs> ripping on the Series S last week, but yeah. holy shit, this game looks fantastic on the Series S. Like, I was, I, my, my jaw was, like, dropped. I was like, why can't Microsoft do this with their own first-party studios? Like, why did yeah. Ghost, why did Tokyo look and perform, like, such ass in comparison? Um, no, generous, like, yeah, if it, it's a great way to play that game. Uh, I didn't think I would. I didn't mm -hmm. install it on the, uh, I thought about playing it on the Steam Deck. Uh, but I heard that performance isn't great either. But outside of that, there have been uh, the patch uh, has fixed, I think, and made a uh, frame rate a little bit consistent. Uh, I am also playing on a TV with uh, VRR uh, capabilities, so I know that might smooth things out. But honestly, if you're not gaming on one of those nowadays, what are you doing? I agree. You know? hundred percent. No, uh, I, I I know it's like, it's like people with money problems. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's like if you got it, like if you're gonna right. get a TV, get one that has HDMI two point one and supports VRR. Um, Especially since I think most uh, uh, flagship TVs now, right? Not not the super high end models uh, necessarily. I'm not talking about those. All those have it. Yeah. But uh, kind of that uh, upper mid range these days. Honestly, in my opinion. If you're buying, if you're spending money on a, a TV, right, then you're better off just spending the little bit extra to to get a quality one that's gonna last you years and years, has all the bells and whistles, you know. Yep. Um, and so the ones in that range, uh, almost all of them have it, and there are plenty of pretty affordable ones. Uh, what should we call it? TCL makes uh, a great uh, six series that that doesn't break the bank and has all those and, features. And I will say this about TCLs: as someone that's working in the streaming space, um, there are like six series is their high end one. Um. Maybe there's even a higher series there's now. There's an eight series. There there's was. an eight series now, I yeah. think. Um, the problem with the older series is they're cheaper for a reason. Mm -hmm. And even just like running native apps on it can like really bog down uh, like the memory usage. So yeah, if you enjoy watching TV, get yourself a proper TV. Um, is what yep. I say. Yep. I know. And get one. yourself an external streaming device. Stop using the built-in apps. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, I uh, for last thing on Jedi Survivor, I was planning on just like tearing through this for uh, the main campaign and just kind of moving on and being ready yep. for Zelda but uh, and Redfall. But um, the side stuff in this game is really entertaining, just exploring, solving the puzzles. And like it, it, the, the rewards can be, depending on how you take it, hit or miss, because the level of customization this game offers is kind of insane compared to the first. Like, you can customize uh, your droid BD-1, uh, multiple parts of your lightsaber and the colors that you can unlock. You can uh, customize Cal. So, you, like, you can, I literally found uh, a mullet for him <laughs> uh, for, like, a hairstyle, like, different clothing options. So you can, you can discover all that, but you can also discover health upgrades, force upgrades, uh, new skills, uh, skill points just by like exploring and figuring out how to get to specific areas and and sometimes it's just like I've like looked I've just like looked at uh, a puzzle for like 10 minutes I'm like how how do I get there what would I have to do and it it, it, it takes a little bit and then it clicks and it will also tell you like I put like a giant red red thing uh marker like with a cancel symbol on it like if you don't have the ability to get through yeah so like, the, you're not wasting first, time the first game did that too in certain sections okay um, yeah so yeah no it's uh, i i'm very high on this game uh, and 
I know some folks um, saw the reviews with the performance issues and are a bit upset. I understand that, but I still think even with all that going on, it's still a fantastic game. Well, they're also right. going to benefit from the fact that you can get it for fifteen dollars with uh, EA, with EA, EA Pro, EA Pro Play, or that's, Pro. That's initially the path I was going to go down. I ended up just buying it on Xbox instead, and I don't regret it. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that says a lot. Uh, about I, the I'm going to play it on Pro Play this week, and I'll see you know yeah. see what see what kind of mileage I get. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the last game on your list, the only game on my list, something that you've already alluded to, and that is. Redfall. I'm what? Okay. So <laughs> Redfall reviews come out. Redfall comes out Friday. Nope. Monday. Monday. Redfall comes out. No, Monday at 8 p.m. Came out Monday night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At night, yep. yes. Uh, came out Monday night, 8 p.m. Reviews were already hitting by that point. And boy, oh boy, was this game getting eviscerated in the majority of reviews. I mean, the majority of reviews I saw had this game as a 4 out of 10. Um, mm. Now... I saw a tweet that compared it to NES graphics, and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, and so I saw some of that, too, and I saw a lot of the complaints about the game being uh, uh, hideous, about uh, the gunplay uh, being boring, and that... What was the other common complaint I saw? Oh, and, and, and bugs. Crashed. And bugs. Yeah. 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 Now, let me start this off by telling you that... I have played, according to the Xbox app, I have played 18 hours and 7 minutes of this game. Oh my god. Yeah. Rob. <laughs> I have played Rob. Can we switch? Lot. Can we switch? Wait, 18 hours? I it have came played, out when? Can we switch lives? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I have I have been on that grind. And so part of the problem is that... Wait, nine uh, hours a day? We talked about this. Uh, let me see. That first night I put in like five or six that night alone finding something in the day all right anyway let's uh i mean the count might be a little bit off you can never tell with that anyway i've been in a lot of time part of the problem is we talked about this prior to the game coming out is that uh story progression is locked behind whoever's hosting right yeah they're the ones that progress however character progression weapons and stuff like that all travels with you so i have started i have started the beginning of this game one two three five times now uh, playing with the same character. So that has contributed to the amount of time I've played. I also have played some of this game solo. I've played this game solo with another person, with two other people, with three other people. Uh, I've played this game on Xbox, and I've played it on PC now. And I will say that almost all of the complaints I've seen in these reviews are valid. I also think that they are blown out of proportion. First off, on the how the game looks. I actually don't think the game looks bad. I'm playing on the Xbox Series X. I've played it on the PC. It does look slightly better on the PC. It does have, I will say, uh, draw distance issues, right? When you're looking way down mm -hmm. the street, I've had things like, oh, I can see the pop-in coming. The texture's loading as I'm walking down the street. I, okay. Right? Ma ma I don't... Growing up with video games, like, yeah. from the Sega Genesis <laughs> yeah. onwards, mm -hmm. texture... Pop in and like load in in the distance has doesn't bother always me. has always been a thing. Yeah, I don't understand. I literally do not understand why people make a big deal about this. I did I not understand if it slowly it yes. takes time and slowly yes. pops in. Um, yeah, I but, did not notice it till I went looking for it. Yeah, right? um, so that that that's part of it for me. The hold other hold thing, on. I will say, if the game has a scope, then it's a problem for me because 
I I've, might be hitting something that I don't want to be shooting at. Sure. When I've aimed down the scope in sniper rifles, they're the only ones that have significant scopes. There's been no texture and pop-in yeah. problems whatsoever. Okay. Um, so that hasn't been, it hasn't affected the gameplay at all. One of the other complaints is that the game's uh, too easy on normal, right? That the AI is uh, dumb and out of whack. The AI is kind of the AI is kind of dumb, right? Um, I think it's dumb in the same sense that like Borderlands AI is dumb, right? Uh, this is a, at the end of the day, this is a looter shooter. This is a looter shooter in this in the scale of Borderlands, but then closer to like a Far Cry, which I think they were talking about during the preview and stuff like that 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 was what they were shooting for, that this is a Far Cry-like, not a Left 4 Dead-like, right? And uh, and it is that. This is a checklist game, all right? You have your side quests, you have your missions, you're, you're, you're going through, you're uh, liberating neighborhoods. Um, I like the aesthetic of the game. I think the sound design is awesome. Yeah. I had to go in, though, and as soon as I started, it felt awful. Like, I wanted to vomit. I went in, I turned head bob off, which I do with every game, right? Oh, I did the same thing with Jedi I, Survivor. They said I, there's like the camera shake yeah. with movement. No, oh, I, I, yeah. I turned off, um, it was, yeah, I turned off head bob and camera shake because there's two separate options. And then when I was in the, I did that in the beginning before I even started the game. But then when I was in the game and I started to control it, I was like, I know this game is 30 frames per second, but it shouldn't feel like this gross. Uh, and then I went in and not only is motion blur on by default, which I hate, right? But it's cranked to high by default. And I ha- I turned it off. I had everybody else that I play with turn it off. And it, it makes a night and day difference. That game felt so much better. I mean, still is 30 frames per second, which is, you know, uh, like I said, not the end of the world. But when I played on PC, it did feel a little, it did feel a little bit better uh, getting closer to 60 frames on, on my PC at 1440. And so, and I'm running it on a 4070, right? And so, oh, so you, but you also have DLSS three. I have DLSS three set to performance, not okay. ultra performance, but to performance. Okay. And so, all that stuff is contributing to higher frames. And uh, but that being said, like it took me about 20 minutes or so to get used to 30 frames per second on console, and then I've had no problems since. I find uh, that. Actually, like shooting the guns, guns feel great. The audio and visual feedback that you get from the enemies when you hit them feels awesome. I love. Um, uh, okay, to speak on the audio uh, yeah. part, just like when you're in a house searching and then you hear a vampire outside, like and yep. specifically a vampire, not like a cultist or anyone. Yep. It, it it sounds so good. Yeah, I and I think the aesthetic is actually creepy without being terrifying because this is going for more of a camp feel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with this design. It's also one of those things where like there are these collectibles inside the world called uh, grave locks, right? That give you a little bit behind more story and lore behind the game itself. And uh, and that's all been audio design for how I found those, right? Because you can hear the audio cue for them and pinpoint where they are. So um, what about the vertical audio? So I've, I've had no problem with distinguishing between people above me and people below me. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know if some of the reviews that came out were a pre-day one patch. And so that experience has, has been a little bit different. Uh, I have had no issues with the audio. Okay. Good to go back a second. The AI, uh, this game is, and here's another tip, and it stinks for me to be like, you know, oh, you have to go in and do all these things, right? Go change these settings. And then also start on midnight. 
right? The, that's Is the, that the one, hard, one that's up? The, yeah, that's the hardest difficulty that's unlocked from the start that you can actually play. Uh, it makes a huge difference. It doesn't fix the fact that, yes, uh, the human AI tends to stand out in the open, right? But when yeah. they're but when they're on when it's on that difficulty, they hit their shots more often, and the shots hurt for a lot more. And so uh, it does give it a little bit of a more challenge. It does force you to kind of use your abilities and use um, a little bit more vantage points and, and strategy in that. Um, to the point where like there is was one mission in particular where I was struggling to get through it playing by myself and was like, you know what, let me just take it slow. Let me actually hit on a sniper, which I I don't use as uh, <gasps> often. so good. <laughs> I know, it is very good. But I, I am much, I'm playing Layla. So there are four characters. Okay. Uh, they all have different abilities. There's a brown guy. <laughs> there is, yeah. And uh, who, whose abilities are awesome. Actually, I think yeah. all the characters' abilities are actually really, really well done. It does, they do feel better as you get more points in them. Uh, there is a skill tree in this. And so well, no, when I'm playing Layla, I'm all about, and the way I've leveled her up, I'm all about like getting in there, getting in the middle. I'm running, sliding, hitting people with shotguns, launching my ghostly elevator, hopping up in the air, and literally using it like a trampoline, bouncing up and down, shooting people, and, uh, and causing an AOE effect now that I've leveled it up to a certain point. And so, yeah, so uh, cranking it up to midnight has helped a ton. And I've just been having a good time like with my friends it's similar to what i talked about diablo being kind of like this interactive chat room and stuff like that where we are just going through mission after mission talking uh as as we play and like the time has just wasted away um uh, i really really enjoy this game is it is it great no it's not great it uh those bugs that they talked about I've been lucky that I haven't had any that have like crashed my, you know, uh, PC, crashed my console. Uh, I've had the game, I've had the game disconnect us once or twice while we were in a lobby, right, and, and crash through the main menu. And then I've had a few bugs that, while frustrating, have not been like game breaking in the sense that like there are times where for a little while I can't crouch, right? For whatever yeah. reason, the, the ability to crouch just goes away. And I've then had, uh, five, I had one where I couldn't heal. Ten, yeah, five minutes later, ten minutes later, it was it was fine again. So I'm not. I don't know what's triggering these issues. Uh, the bigger issue, the bigger bug that I found that has been the most infuriating has been there are times where you will load into the game and health bars don't appear above the enemies, right? And that one does does like greatly mm -hmm. impact how you play the game and and your enjoyment of the game. And a reload has fixed that, but it, that is frustrating, you know? Uh, is, in my opinion, is this game a four? Not even close. I don't understand how you play this game and how you go, this is a four. When you look at the history of games and other games that have come out and received fours, games that were wholly unplayable, games that were like, you know... Uh, four? Unplayable? Well, close pretty to. Pretty generous. Uh, that was uh you know that were had no personality were bland like not for nothing i like the characters in this uh there are also a bunch of things that like this that i don't want to give any spoilers but like this world is messed up and I, so yeah um i i have obviously i've, I've put in the amount of time i've put into it i have really really enjoyed this game so far 
if I was to give it a number score, I think as of right now, I am falling somewhere around a seven. I think this game is uh, is seven. good, not great. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll quickly touch upon my experience. So I fired it up last night. Uh, my buddy had gotten uh, Ergen gotten earlier, um, mm-hmm. so he had he was already playing a, a solo uh, campaign uh, that he had started. I ran through did the first mission where you unlock the the firehouse as like the base. Yeah, and then and then I was like, okay, I'll jump into your game. I, I knew the host progression would carry for him, but I was like, yeah, at least my character will level up. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to. There's no join game option, and so I was like. And then he's like, okay, I'll try to invite you. He's like, I can't invite you. So right. he backed out to the main menu. He had to create a lobby and then invite uh, invite me in that way. That was yeah. like, the was like, okay, I kind of wish I had drop in, drop out. Right. Um, so you do, so have to, you do have to set it as host when you start at the beginning and you're hosting a, a session and but, then go in. But I, you, can you start it solo? So I don't know if you can. I haven't, tried to, I haven't tried to start it solo after hitting host. But I have yeah. had a situation where me and somebody else were playing, and then we were able to invite our friend in the middle of that one, um, okay. and they were able to get in as a third person later on when we were when we were already in. Okay, so, so maybe I'll I'll have to check so, the settings there for that. Um, there was that. Did uh, I don't know if you ran into this, but the is the world state set to the host level because I ha- like we increased so, the difficulty up. Uh, yes. But I was having a difficult time staying alive. The world state is set to the host level. Oh, okay. And and here's the other thing, too, is that when you go into another player's world, right, uh, your character is not scaled, which for some people that is frustrating. Uh, For me, that's awesome. I've gone in and like... I've just been like, all right, I'm going to let you kill these guys. And then when you look like you're in trouble, I'm just going to decimate everybody. And I love that. Like, I, I've been like, I oh, can there's... see why you're having a lot more yeah, fun yeah. than I did. Uh, I mean, I, I had a good time. Uh, yeah. That angler vampire by the lighthouse, that was like, it pulls you in and then one yeah. shot you. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, no, it, I love the stake launcher. Like, I think that's such a fun mm-hmm. weapon. And it just chunks down vampires. Yeah. Uh, the, the weapons feel good. I feel like I don't run into the Borderlands problems of too many weapons at once. Correct. Um, Correct. Which is cool. Uh, I like the idea of having the stake vampires after you drop their health. Uh, health bars in order to kill them and then like uh, pa- panicking as you shuffle through and realize you don't have a stake weapon equipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, like, oh fuck. <laughs> so there are there are other ways besides that um that you'll discover and and unlock like for instance uh any weapon that has so flare guns right if they're in that vulnerable state a flare gun will will kill them as mm-hmm. well um and then you'll unlock abilities now uh, there's other things. So there's some things that the game doesn't tell you about and kind of leaves it and hints towards it. Like, for instance, there's the UV beam, right? Yeah. Which the UV beam tells you straight up, like, I mean, you can use it on vampires and it will petrify them, turn them to stone. And if they're in stone and you deal enough damage, you can shatter them, right? But then it says stuff like it will also work on other things. And so littered throughout the map are areas that have this, like, red fog. And if you go in the red fog, you take damage. And there are these, oh. these entities spitting out the red fog. If you use the UV beam on them, you will petrify them and then smash them and clear that fog. Which Okay. 
Which that makes so much sense because at, at that lighthouse fight uh-huh. with the angler vampire, you encounter it's all it's like all red fog over there, and I'm like, there's no way to turn on the UV light around here to to weaken them to break them. Yeah, and so that that makes so much sense. Yep, and so uh, yeah, I I also think that I have I saw one of the complaints I saw is about how like you know the end of the human ai is dumb kind of stands out in the open and then the vampire ai mostly just charges you right mm-hmm. and so again some people were saying that the fact that it just charges you is dumb some people say that like the fact that they charge you and are so fast is too difficult and stuff like that but the tools are all there to kind of deal with it and 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 switch between it uh, and figure that stuff out and so, so for me yeah. i've enjoyed that part yeah, I've been playing as Devinder because uh, mm-hmm. he was the brown guy. And I was like, there's mm-hmm. never a brown guy. Uh, yeah. And he has like a teleporter he could throw out. And then you yeah. hit, like, I'm playing with the controller. So it's like it's RB to toss it out. And then whenever you hit RB again, you activate it and you t- it'll teleport there. And so like I had, I needed a heal and a vampire was chasing me uh, in. Uh, it's not the hell melt. What are those things called? Uh, like word vampires presence. Like you kind of enter like this doorway and you go like underground. Did yeah, the vampire layer. Vampire layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Those. So it was one of those, and I just like tossed it uh, across this chasm, and then I, I jumped there. I healed and I used it to go back yep. as I got close, and I was like, ha ha. Uh, worked no, out perfect. His teleport is great because also your allies can use it. Yeah, and it so, reminds me of uh, what's her face from Apex Legends. Uh, Wraith. Uh yes yes yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's like if you if Wraith and Loba's ability were mixed together yeah um the other thing is did you so yeah did you notice that your your LB right the the like shock stick that you throw out mm-hmm. as uh that will also kill vampires who are next to it when they're in the vulnerable state and yeah. so he is like crazy strong um and then his ultimate of course is nuts. I don't think I've unlocked the ultimate yet, okay. um, but uh, yeah, I, I want to jump into it solo uh, mm-hmm. just so I can experience some of it and level up properly. Because I I jumped in like a few missions in already, uh, so I was playing a bit from behind. But it, the difficulty of it was fun. Uh, I do re- like like you said, increase the difficulty because like you could just sneak up behind like human mm-hmm. enemies and just one hit melee kill them. In yeah. the higher difficulty, it's you'll still need two three hits. Um, and that there's not enough time to uh, get that yeah, in yeah. before you get start getting shot at. Yeah. Um, yeah, and outside of that, I think my general feelings are like some of the stuff with hosting the game is a bit weird uh, on PC. Like yesterday, uh, towards the end of our session, we wanted to, uh, we fought this boss, uh, we killed it. My, for whatever reason, I opened up the menu and my game screen went black, and my mm. PC just. Hard crash. My monitor is disconnected. <laughs> like they're like, we can't detect the PC, but I still had Discord volume coming through. Um, I had to manually like turn off my PC and like reboot it to get back in. But my buddy was like, as soon as you turn off your PC, um, I got booted from the game. But he's like, not before I could loot and grab that golden handgun that yeah. became available. He's like, I don't know if what's gonna happen for you when you load back in, but uh, or if you'll get it or not. I was like. Well, no, you won't. It is, you won't get it, it. it is what it is. Um, yeah. But, so I, I will say that in my, I've, I've played only like maybe two hours on the PC, and I've had way more issues on the PC than I have had on the Xbox. Um, 
And so the other thing I, I should point out. Oh, you were playing on the Xbox mostly. Mostly, yes. That's where most of my time has been. Is it yeah. cross? Uh, it is cross progression. Cross platform. Cross yeah. play form. Uh, cross play. Oh, yeah. 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 So. Oh well, dang! That changes everything. Yeah. yeah. The, the I mean, other, we, could, we could jump in. Yeah, we can. Because I'm watch. Because I've as uh, I'm watching gameplay right now, and I was mm-hmm. earlier. I saw the video. Uh, many people probably saw it, like Angry Joe mm-hmm. and uh, other Joe and the other guy they play with. I forget the name of. They were playing, and it's just a revolving door of them like. I can't hear. We gotta. We gotta leave. Uh, I. Uh, my game doesn't work. I gotta get kicked, and they just gotta keep reloading. Um, yeah, I until have. Until they finally get in. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's not to say that that hasn't ha- that that's not happening. You know, and and maybe that's where the big disconnect comes from with me and with where some of the reviewers have fallen is that my experience it just hasn't been that. Yeah. Um, right. And it hasn't been that for my friends either. And so uh, again, I don't know if it's a PC specific issue. Um, and it is one of those things where like. Uh, Bilal, you had mentioned this in our Discord yesterday, where like, if this game had taken a little bit more time to release, I and, and released in a better state, I don't think that the vitriol that's out there right now from reviewers and stuff like that would have been there, right? If it was well, a I, more I, polished I, I, experience. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the thing that gets to me is like last year, Redfall and Starfield were delayed to give them more time. Yeah, uh, to cook. And if and this honestly feels like a game that is a year, a year and a half into an early access type uh, 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 experience, and I and it's just like Microsoft doesn't release games like like there there's, there shouldn't be a first party game released like this. Right. Uh, I, I I saw Jess Corden's article. Earlier today, basically, it was saying like Microsoft was pretty much hands off on this. This was on Arcane, but like it's still Microsoft's name. They're the ones going out there promoting it. Like if they're going to take credit for Hi-Fi Rush, then you also got to take the blame for Redfall right. and the state. Yeah. So, so I think we've seen this uh, sentiment before, where there have been uh, a lot of studios that have praise Microsoft and usually it's studios that were acquired during that Bethesda acquisition right yeah and where they've talked about how like yeah Microsoft is is when we need help with something and we need resources Microsoft is there to help us out and stuff like that but otherwise they've been like hands off and have let us do kind of what we want which is why you've gotten so many like non-Microsoft like titles right like when you look at some of the stuff coming out of the Bethesda acquisition when you look at Grounded when you look at Hi-Fi Rush when you look at some of these smaller passion pentiment when you look at some of these smaller like what what feel like uh almost indie like passion projects right um that's part of that right is microsoft going look you guys yeah we own you but also like you're your own publishing branch and we are treating you as such you know um but then the flip side is this right the flip side is is hey this clearly didn't have the kind of corporate oversight to be like uh I don't know if we should be releasing it in this state necessarily. I uh, and I I think I think it's yeah. uh, like look me me and you we're big Microsoft fans like we, we yeah. love our Xboxes yep. we have we, I mean we supported the hell out of it in the Xbox One generation I still think it was the right choice uh, <laughs> for me uh, back then too. It, it's just after Halo Infinite, kind like we were high on that and then. It just did not have the legs th- that it needed to have. Um, after that, 
2022 was a quiet, fairly yep. quiet year in terms of AAA from Microsoft. I, yep. uh, yes, they had the smaller projects, which were cool, but like you have PlayStation, Sony out there releasing Horizon. They released God of War. Um, they got Final Fantasy. You know, it's not first party, but it is an exclusive for them. They've got yeah. these heavy hitters coming out one after the other. And sequels, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Final Fantasy, sure. Uh, it's I'll say more standalone with as a thing. Yeah, sequel, but you know, over right, 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 right. Formula. Take. Yeah, yeah, formula. yeah. Um, it, it's like you have it's like. I would just love for them to get one of these out there. And I hope it's Starfield. Like, I hope yeah. Star... But it's just like, we've been waiting on Phil Spencer uh, and his promises. And it's just like, you. I've seen a lot of articles this week after Redfall. It's like, patience is running out. And if, uh, like, I know Phil Spencer's going on Kind of Funny's podcast. I've been recording it tonight. It's yeah. uh, playing at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I, I don't, I don't know what they're announcing... Be... I think it's going to be a very interesting podcast. Because I am very curious. They, they have never been shy to be like, hey, Redfall just came out and all these like reviews are coming out and stuff like that. Like, What are your thoughts on this, especially considering the current state of Microsoft? Look, I'm hoping that my, that Redfall is actually the opposite problem of Halo. I'm hoping that yeah. because I like, obviously I, I like the game and I like what's there and I think that this game could be so much more. It could be something that you release additional chapters, right? Four. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I don't know how the story ends. I'm only, uh, I only just got through the first area. It feels oh like my God, there's, a se- there's a second. Yeah, there's area. a second. Yes, yeah, there's a second okay. map. Yeah. Is there? A, is it so. same size or is it bigger? So it's slightly bigger, but I think that there is. So okay, so there are the the big bads, right? The the mm-hmm. vampire lords. Um, and they reference them vampire gods yeah they've yeah they reference them pretty early on uh and so i think that it looks like there is five of them maybe five or six uh the first area only deals with one the second area deals with multiple so i don't think it's going to be like you know that's not the first area is not one of five areas yeah i think at most we're going to be looking at like three areas total yeah i mean i mean like i can there's a world where this game is just like knocks it out of the park. Um, yeah. Give it a bit more time. I, I think some of the messaging around this game, uh, initially, like what it was, seemed to confuse a lot of folks. Yes. Especially because um, it got announced at the same time where we got an, a deluge of announcements of Back, back for Blood, Blood. And, yeah. and Left 4 Dead likes, you know? Uh, yeah. Dark Tide, like all, all these oh, games yeah. were, were getting announced. And so it just felt like, oh, here's another one of these, except with the caveat being that it's vampires and it's campy. I mean, look, I'm also a huge, like, mark for uh, vampires, werewolves, you know, like universal monsters, that kind of stuff. It's one of the reasons I love uh, Resident Evil Village so much. Yeah, that's seven, right? Yeah, eight, 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 yeah. So much is because, I mean, for the most part, those bosses are, 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 Japanese takes on universal monsters, right? Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, you got that collector's edition for the Order 1886. I did, yeah, yeah, that game is. Like, that did, game did you really? You see that one leaning, that shadow leaning at the bottom over there? Yeah, that's what that one is. There's like the lichen in the background with his arm. Oh my god, swipe I, at Sir Reginald the Fourth or whatever his name was. I bought, the, I bought that game no, for like, like three bucks. 
Yeah, I bought that game for three bucks. And I was like, I'll play this if they ever announce a sequel. And they never yeah. did. Oh, and the funny thing is, is that game has the audacity to end on a cliffhanger. It, oh, that game. I was, uh, yeah. It's also not a great collection. They were, they were it's like, confident. It's know? like pretty, pretty bad quality figure. Anyway, that being said, I, yeah, I enjoy uh, Redfall. I do, unfortunately, believe that it's, and this sounds like, you know, uh, I hate, I hate using this term, but it's like, feels like a perfect Game Pass game, right? Where uh, if it works for you, uh, I it not because it, it, in my opinion, is just a seven. I don't know if I can recommend people going out and spending their 60 or $70, whatever it is, whatever retail is these days. Um, but it's something that I'm playing on Game Pass, something I've already paid in a significant amount of time into. I, I am um, really, really liking it. I just want to give that a little bit of texture. So in terms of looter shooters, what other games have you put a lot of like time into well uh i've broken 100 hours between destiny 1 and 2 borderlands 1 through i don't know i guess technically it's only been what three borderlands but they had the spin-off stuff like that and i've played all of those um division one and two four, division believe, borderlands yeah yeah pre-sequel yeah. right, right right uh division one and two uh i've played any uh, any and all big looter shooters that have come out there's been another one recently Anthem. So, uh yes i played anthem <laughs> um of course i've played uh marvel's avengers which is a, a, a looter anything. yeah which is a looter game uh i i play all, almost all of them when the genre is done right it's one of the genres i enjoy quite a bit yeah um i've also found a pretty satisfying loop to continually get better loot in this game i mean this game gives you better loot pretty consistently right uh, but it also has different rarity tiers and legendary. The gold weapons are the ones that you're chasing after. And I don't, right. I don't want to spoil it, but a gameplay loop and mechanic comes up later on in the game that, uh, whenever it, it, it will eventually you can trigger a like world event. Um, and every time that world event triggers, uh, your reward is a gold weapon. And so, Ooh. uh, oh, yeah. it's been, it's been, it's been pretty good to the point where, and the world event triggers just by doing in-game stuff. Like, there's you don't have to go out of your way. You just play the game, and eventually it triggers. And uh, no, it's been a pretty satisfying uh, loop for me. To the point where, like I said, because I go into other people's worlds and I am as strong as I am, uh, I have been having a good time even playing the levels that I've already played and being like, oh, I missed this collectible in my world. Uh, and, and now it counts as credit towards my... That part counts as credit towards my progression. The other thing I will say is that Yes, it scales based on the uh, hosts, Host. but it also scales on number of players, I found out, because I was at a a pretty significant part of the game, a pretty important part of the game, and me and Matt, who at this point I was level 17, he was level 9, uh, he was, we were dying over and over and over again, right? And uh, it was absolutely a struggle. Uh, he ends up getting off and going to bed. I end up going in and... and playing it by myself and i mean at level 17 i was over leveled I, in my mind for what i that part of the game you know should be you know uh yeah and uh i i had no no problem whatsoever getting through it and so be careful when you are playing co-op and there is a big level gap because it will not just make it less fun for the player that you're playing with but also make it more difficult for you so it's almost yeah. my recommendation is just like Go into the lower players of world, right? Play on, play on that because you'll still have fun. They'll have fun, 
you'll be all good. I, I think my buddy was like level six or seven, and I was yeah. one. <laughs> so, yeah, right, right. So it was just like, and on a higher difficulty. So it was just like, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh wow, I am, I'm going down quite fast. So I was like, yeah. okay, take yeah. it back. The sniper rifle felt good, so I just yeah. used that. And then again, uh, the other thing I would recommend is that like, yeah, you can play this by yourself. It is more fun with people, right? Just, just, yeah. just if you can play with a friend, play with a friend. If either of you guys want to start a game or early on you want me to hop in, I will absolutely hop in. And I, because I hate when people do this, I'm very much like, I let you take care of the majority of them. I let you play your game and like, I just come in and help when, when I need to, when I can. Um, and I try to set up fun things for you to do with the abilities that I have. Uh, last game, $70. I have no idea. Do you have Game Pass? Uh, game Pass. <laughs> oh, okay. Game Pass. There we go. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, can, can I just tell you the worst thing this game does? Sure. Seventeen point achievements. Oh, okay. So yes. So I'm luckily my brain has been rewired that this is no longer an issue. I've given up this fight a long time ago. But that is a cardinal sin. Yes. Is that like it does not have achievements what? that end in five or zero, and so uh, at one point early on I had eighty four achievement points, and that is a disgusting disgusting uh, uh, so, so can i just give you some background uh when the 360 came out uh video games got achievements and so achievement scores tend to end in like either be right. awarded as a minimum of five or like 10 or 125 like 50 really you know, are you talking about I, 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 the number of achievements or are you talking about the number of points you need to the, get the, the achievement no, no the points given for the given for the achievement oh right? okay okay gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. and so what ended up happening was a bunch of these like arcade games start coming out or some even like full releases right where they would just be like oh you press start on the main menu or you here's, began the game here's one achievement here's point. one achievement point yeah and so if you want to get that your achievement score back to a nice round number like uh, uh, five, or five, yep. five or zero you need to like 100% complete this game or beat this game like four times and it's just like it's the most aggravating thing to OCD stuff is that you're just going to get another non-zero number after but that's you get not, another but that's, but so that's people not buy, people was. will buy different games so like me and Rob have bought different games where we could buy like a four game. yeah four or nine point game. achievements yep and then someone made a website to, or like a calculator to help you figure out what you can uh, uh, do to get it back. I've I've since uh, like given up on trying to get it back to normal, yes. but it's my, just every time I see it, it's 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 really my, annoying. My, my gamer score right now is one hundred ninety three thousand four hundred twenty three. Oh, wait, one hundred ninety? One hundred ninety three thousand? Yeah. Oh my god. But wait, you're you're incentivizing the people who make the score by I buying know. more games. I know. I know. You're, well, you're making it worse. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, if it was a ban, like if it was a boycott on all games that didn't end in zero. Well, that that's so. Like, so that's what I ended up doing at some point was going and checking achievement because uh, you could see even the lock ones. You could see how much they were worth uh, for the most part. And I used to go and check and make sure that it didn't end in like a one or a four or something. Yeah, I don't know. My brain was broken. It's no longer broken in yeah. that in that way. It's still broken. I mean, I've never cared about uh, it. Weirdly enough, my achie- I don't know if this is updated or not, but it says my achievements now end in a zero. So maybe oh. I don't need to play Red Bull anymore. No, we got to keep, come on, you got to play with me. You got to play with me. I know. I, I actually, I actually, weirdly enough, I've been craving to get back into it. Yep. All right. 
So that was, I think I, I, I tried to mention to tell you I needed like at least 30 minutes on Redfall. And I think we, we took about that. No, honestly, it feels nice to have big releases out. Cause yeah, the, I cannot the, believe we talked about that game. For that yeah. I, I, I mean, so, someone's got so much hate. It's coming right, out about right. it. And yeah. we're like, hey, you know what? We're going to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Phil said the check is on the way, Rob. Okay. Awesome. Sounds good. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's wrap up what we've been playing and let's get into the news. Uh, not a ton of news this week. So it's a good thing that we spent that much time in the beginning. Uh, we can get through these kind of quick. Starting off with uh, Armored Core gets a release date and gorgeous gameplay. Elder Ring developer from Software's revival of the Armored Core franchise launches this summer. It's confirmed an August 25th launch date for the game while also showing off first gameplay and critically teasing its story. Um, remind me, is Armored Core the one that ended up releasing with that giant controller peripheral? No, or was that, that was... Um, Steel Battalion? Steel Battalion, yes. Yeah, okay, all right. So I like Armored Core. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember enjoying Armored Core then because I remember one of those I enjoyed and one of those I did not. I remember enjoying Armored Core. Uh, you know, oh. Bandai... Here it says, Bandai Namco says players will control highly mobile and highly customizable mechas in Armored Core 6. The game's fast-paced battles can already be overcome, the publisher said, by mastering rapidly changing combat distances, using the Iron Man for protective cover, and omnidirectional battles to overcome challenging enemies and situations. I am actually uh, excited for this, you know, to get a game from sophomore, so from, from, soft, from, from software <laughs> that isn't just another uh, Soulsborne. It's, yeah. it's cool. Um, I, yeah, no, I played, I think that maybe the first two or three armored cores mm -hmm. on the PlayStation. I, mm -hmm. I forget which ones were out for that. Uh, I remember the first time I played it, I made a mech and put too much weight on it to the point where it wouldn't move. And I was like, this game doesn't make any sense <laughs> until I finally figured out what my problem yeah. was. Uh, and I had a blast watching this trailer though. Why do I get the feeling that this might just be bloodborne with mechs? Uh, I don't know. It is being the it, the same director is the same director who did Sekiro. And okay. He does say that it shares the same essence of battle, such as aggressive speed change and action-oriented fighting. And so maybe it is going to be something, I mean, not exactly like that, especially with yeah. omnidirectional battle and changing your direction that, that quickly, but maybe it will be something not too far off from that. Kevin, you you interested in this at all? Or, or do you need... Uh, you need the pilots of your mecha armor suits to be 12 years old. I always love mechs. Mechs uh -huh. are dope. Right. No one, I've never seen a mech game done well. Never. And, you know, I'm not 13, exactly looking for one. 13 Sentinels, H's friend? What? Was that English? 13 Sentinels. It's a visual Sentinels. novel meets a uh, very basic gameplay, <laughs> uh, but it's a good <laughs> mech story. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Huh? I mean, like, I'm, I'm, cause you know, I'm one of those guys I like to get deep into a world, right? So I'm just sitting here thinking, if you had a mech, there's infinite possibilities for the, the amount of ways that you could upgrade. You know, I think, just think Iron Man, like, you know, he made like 50 billion different Iron Men. You could have that kind of depth with uh, how you build your mech out, different mechs you have to fight and things like that. Like, it, it just seems like, there's a there's a perfect game there somewhere and no one will ever find it so uh, i'm intrigued and i definitely will give this a give this a look but you know i'm not hopeful i think this might be the one for you because one thing i remember from armored cord was the amount of like customization options for your mech 
uh, like I I played like a nice fast and loose style. Uh, I wouldn't put any like the heavy stuff on, and I was able to, like maneuver my way around uh, the mechs uh, back on the PlayStation. But who knows? I have not played that game in probably over twenty years, so I don't know how it's changed over the years. So uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the customization is there. Uh, hey. All right, moving on. Fortnite will finally let Darth Vader kill Anakin Skywalker. All that is to say is that Fortnite is getting a uh, not young Anakin, but a young adult Anakin. Right? This is like and, this is uh, Revenge, Revenge of the Sith, Sith Anakin, yeah. long-haired Anakin. And so I think they also have a. It's not here in the story, but I also think that they are doing more than with the Star Wars tie-in and having some sort of like a Star Wars event going on in Fortnite. I think it's going on right now. It's now, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's cool. I mean, not surprising. They're going to keep hitting every IP and every possible iteration of IP skins in this game. I think uh, there's also a Padme skin as well. All right. Next story. Vampire Survivors is getting an animated series from John Wick's creator studio. I heard Kevin walked out halfway through the animation of this movie. <laughs> The show will be produced by Story Kitchen, which was co-founded by John Wick creator and writer Derek Colstad and producer Dimitri M. Johnson, uh, who produced uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, among others. Story Kitchen was originally founded to focus on world-building action and non-traditional intellectual property, which makes Vampire Survivors feel like a perfect adaptation for the studio. Um, uh, This could be cool. I mean, listen... There's not like a ton of story in, I mean, there's no story in Vampire Survivors, right? It is a very minimalist uh, game. Um, that matches. There's no story in John Wick. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. And so, what is world building action? Uh, um, beats me. How does action uh, build the world? I think that's the only thing I can think of is that Castlevania storyline, like uh, anime. Has some uh, world building action. John, so, John Wick Two was world building action. Yeah, oh, and shut so the front door. <laughs> it I was. Can, uh, <laughs> I listen. Out of my face. I'm I'm excited for any new uh, animation projects that are that are coming in the vein of like a Castlevania and stuff like that. And so, as long as the animation is done well and it's good, I, I'll I'll give it a shot. You know what I'm excited Facts. for? What are you excited for, Bilal? For someone to explain to me what the story of Mortal Kombat 12, <laughs> what okay. happens. Yeah, so uh, Mortal Kombat 12 teaser appears to blow up the timeline. Another realm hints at what's next with a grain of sand. Uh, tucked at the end of a 30th anniversary thank you video message from Netherworld Studios, developers uh, is a hint of what's coming in Mortal Kombat 12. At the end of the video released on Monday, Mortal Kombat series co-creator Ed Boon says, Thank you, Mortal Kombat fans, for 30 years of amazing support. We're not quite done yet. The video, the video then cuts the inside of an hourglass, zooming in on a single grain of sand, which dramatically explodes. Now, you, everybody here played Mortal Kombat 11? I just listened to giant, the Giant Bomb crew talk about it okay. <laughs> and the trilogy. So, so the main playing Mortal Kombat 2 on loop. So the, the storyline and the story mode of that game revolves around Kronika, and she is the Keeper of Time. And that final battle ends depending on 
what you do at the very end. Uh, that final battle ends with, for me, it ended with Liu Kang and uh, and uh, Katana. Basically, Liu Kang is now a god and has the power to rewrite history and create the world over again uh, using the sands of time or whatever. And Katana is, is uh, by his side. And so... Um, there was also a story expansion, right? Where at the end of Mortal Kombat 11's story expansion aftermath, after Kronika is defeated by Shang Tsung, Kronika's abilities, power bar, hourglass, and crown, are stolen by MK's evil shape-shifting wizard. But Liu Kang pulls a time-traveling trick on Tsung, defeating him, taking Kronika's abilities for himself, with plans to create a new era of the Mortal Kombat timeline and bring back his dead friends. Liu Kang travels back in time to train the original Kung Lao, preparing him for Mortal Kombat contest to come. And so the Sands of Time is just a, a, a sand blowing up. It's just a teaser for the next game. It doesn't tell us a whole lot, but it is in line with what they've shown previously, at least with the, how that last game ended. Speaking Sounds of... Like Luke King is saying this power is too great for one man. He destroys it. Sounds uh, like he, he's saying this timeline's too complicated and we just want to bring back fan favorites. <laughs> but, but also like culling the roster a little bit so we can introduce new people. Yeah. Uh, mm. Speaking of things being culled, uh, Marvel's Midnight Sun Switch version has been scrapped. So the yeah. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions were announced to uh, and will arrive on May 11th. At the same time, they announced that uh, a Nintendo Switch version of Midnight Suns is no longer planned. Uh, this is not surprising. I talked to uh, Bilal earlier. We were talking about Legend of Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom. How I just, I honestly, I really don't want to play that game on the Switch. I, at this point, part of me is just like, I, I know I won't follow through with it because I'm a, a coward. But I, I just want to wait until they announce their, their next platform and their next console and ultimately port it over to that one and play it on something more powerful and faster and better looking. Um, it is somewhat surprising to me that... Uh, that this game in particular has been canceled because while I enjoy this game and I, I keep going back to it and playing in, in short bursts, right? Because it's the perfect kind of like have something on one monitor and, and just click through and play a mission at a time kind of game. Uh, it doesn't seem like something that the Switch wouldn't be able to handle. Um, yeah, you're trying to say very kindly the game looks like shit. And, oh, uh, I don't. No. I actually don't. I'm. I'm. No, no. I'm. I'm playing on PC, I, running it at. 1440p with everything cranked all the way up and i think the game looks cool i can absolutely uh, do that because these these assets i'm looking at are not hard to render these right, are very right right yeah. I think, playstation 3 I, uh assets my like, guess is fine that's, I played that it, that's what the game is and yeah, that's fine. yeah i played it I on that, i played it on the steam deck on like everything set to low yeah uh, like at least the intro mission yeah. um and yeah, the Switch can run it, but I imagine it, it's probably more than that. This I, is a big, this is a big game too, so I think yes. it's file size and compression. Yes. Uh, compression. My my guess is that the the issue is actually a mix of the fact that the game just didn't sell all that well, and mm -hmm. how much work it takes to get it to run on the Switch and run well. And so it's better. It's just a law, uh, cut your losses kind of maneuver now. They yeah. should um, they should really throw this up on uh, either like a PlayStation Plus or. Or games with gold Game Pass? or Game yeah. Pass. Yeah. yeah, I agree. 
all right, next bit of news. The Pokemon trading card game live is officially replacing the old app. It will replace the legacy app used to play the TCG. Um, so uh, the trading card game live app will officially be launched worldwide on June 8th. As a result, the developers will be sunsetting the legacy software called the Pokemon TCG Online officially on June 5th. Now, while it's officially launching on June 8th, you can't go and get uh, TCG Live right now from uh, the Pokemon website. I, uh, for the longest time, was refusing to switch over. One, because they made the change. The cards are no longer uh, 10 to a pack in the new app. They're just five or whatever. And so it's half the, the cards in each pack that you open up. And so I was holding on to the Legacy app for as long as possible. And then I got this fat stack you see right here mm -hmm. of uh, cards from Scarlet and Violet, which just released. And my daughter was opening up packs. And these cannot be redeemed in the Legacy app. And so uh, when I found that out, I had her sit down. And she's been cranking through the you know, over 100 plus packs that I've got that I had saved up on there and just have her opening them all up so that I can then switch over uh, to the new app and everything will transfer over. One of, uh, I saw a comment earlier today. I was like, if you haven't, if you're planning on getting into it and yeah. you haven't uh, yet, use the legacy app, go to eBay or something and spend like 15 bucks and get like 125 yeah. codes. Yep. Now, and then you like redeem all those in the old app and then transfer to the new one and you'll have enough credits to get whatever fairly cards. meta decks and yes. stuff like that yeah. and so that's the reason i haven't yeah. done it is because when they transfer over any duplicates will be I turned into it will be turned into a currency lose that you can then uh, i think we lost rob oh really i don't oh, there, wait, there you are oh, okay. back. oh that's interesting uh yeah so yes when you transfer it over any duplicates are turned into a currency and so uh, that, yes, you can then use to get whatever cards you want. And so, and so one of the things I heard people complaining about was like, you can't have more than four of a card because there's no trading. Um, right. And I think a lot of people like the idea of trading just so they can, like, I know my nephew walked me through it once. So I was like, you could trade packs, you could trade cards for packs. And yeah. So it's like everything has like a currency uh, attached to it. Yeah, but those... Those uh, trading card game apps, you know, like it doesn't matter which card, you talk, card game you're talking about. That just means if you're, if you're allowed trading, that just means that that money is going to go to another player so they can get the exact card they want instead of coming to you to right, go yeah. back into the slot machine. Right. Um, all right. Moving on. Let's. Uh, oh, yeah. So Microsoft is oh, added again, releasing uh, a new color scheme for the controller. This one is the Sunkiss Vibes OPI Special Edition. Uh, have you guys, you guys are seeing hang it on, right hang now? On, right? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, you guys remember the last time we talked about an Xbox controller, and I said it looked like vomit, right? Yes. I was not kind. I, you know, I'm, I'm honest. That's the green one, right? This, this looks fucking beautiful. I love this one. <laughs> this this, this looks is dope. The funny oh, thing is, this. this. The funny thing is, this is the second time that, uh, They've teamed up with OPI, which is uh, a cosmetics company, and they do nail polish and stuff. Uh, the first time they did it is that when you bought uh, OPI products on Amazon, I think it was, you got a code for different uh, color schemes for armor in Halo Infinite. Um, yeah, I think that this controller looks great. Uh, I don't 
I really don't need another controller to add to my collection, but oof, this one looks yeah, this, real good. This makes me want to. This makes me want to go to the beach, which I guess yep. is the opposite of Xbox, but yeah. you know. I, uh, I feel like I feel like if I left this on like the coffee table in like a living room, people would just be like, "No, this belongs here." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, sticking with Xbox, Xbox also announced their game showcase and Starfield Direct, which are dated for June third. This is a lot. Or June eleventh. Sorry, June eleventh. This this is a lot because I like to sit down and watch. The, the showcase is always like two to three hours yeah. and then they're going to Starfield right after. I kind of wish they broke it up. They, oh man, what they do, no, last year they did the showcase and did like a deep dive into some of the big titles, right? From the showcase, yeah. their first party deep something dives. Like and so they did something similar. This is the first time where it's going to be followed by just a, uh, a deep dive on just one particular game. Um, so Microsoft will hold this annual Xbox game showcase on Sunday, June 11th where their publisher promises new surprises and first looks from Xbox Game Studios and its third-party partner. That showcase will be followed by Bethesda's Starfield Direct livestream, which is set to offer new gameplay, developer interviews, and behind-the-scenes insider information on Starfield. The Xbox Game Showcase will kick off at 1 p.m. Eastern and will stream on Xbox YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook channel. Um, yeah, we should. We have to. We should livestream this and react. Wow, wow, it's going on. June 11th is a Sunday. I think last these last couple I've done by myself solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. I know. There's always something going on. Um, but I think I'm going to be a-okay as of right now. Actually, actually I'm going to do it. Check the calendar. Yeah. Just I absolutely to- want to be there because I am a fan of Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. So, I'm probably going to be a pretty tough grader on this. Um, I don't know that anything can step into the same genre and be successful. Yeah, but I think it's... But, but, but what what genre is Star Citizen outside of Gotcha? Uh, what's that yeah. movie from like 2013? Um, um, you know, Steven Spielberg. Come on. Uh, World of the Worlds? No, the good one. Uh, with all the all the different IPs are in the same thing. And they oh, well, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, Ready yes. Player One. Oh, oh. That's the genre. Yeah. It's Ready Player One. That's that was uh, it is. Please well, don't tell me that was 2013. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, it wasn't 2013. <laughs> no. Like 14. It wasn't, it wasn't that far. No, that, hold on. Oh, no, you know what? I saw it with my college friends. I got to college in 2014. So 2018. It's, 2015. it's 2018. 2018? 2018. Yeah. 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 No way. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. March 29th, 2018. All right. Uh, no, Starfield is going to is the genre of of it's fallout in space yeah fallout. exactly yeah. <laughs> that's the genre it's gonna be um all right moving on xbox games with gold for may 2023 have been announced <laughs> um oh sorry uh they announced <laughs> that like uh <laughs> star wars episode one racer and uh hoa are going to be released uh hoa is a puzzle platformer and uh, you guys know what pod racing is. Let's just move on. I don't. Wait, we, we're is gonna... there is there multiplayer in this version? Yes, I believe so. Uh, we should. This, this we was should the have a competition. Right, the like remake. Yeah. You play. Uh, we we play Rocket League. I'll play pod racing. I mean, I'll play Rocket League for ten minutes until I throw a controller not, through the window. I feel like pod racing never really, you know, 
was translated into a good state. Or I mean, it's really I, fun. I, I, I like the loved, arcade game. I loved that 360, that 360. I loved that N64 yeah. version, even though it was real bad. But I played so much of it with my siblings. I loved uh, the, I remember at AMC theaters, they had the pod racing uh, game in the arcade where like they you have, had the controls and you had to actually steer. Don't they have it I at uh, Dave and Buster's, I think, or something? They might. Are they no. used to? Yeah, that was that was fun, but that was only because you know anything that's in a full like encapsulated mm-hmm. yeah, environment is yeah. a dope game. Yep. I never I never got to try that Halo game at Dave and Buster's. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was fine. It's, it's just still, like it's, it's just like yeah, it's just like any of those other games, right? Like just like computers. the Jurassic like the Jurassic Park one, like the although I think the Jurassic Park one I can't remember the Halo one does too, but the Jurassic Park one like shakes a little bit as well. Um, but, oh yeah, and yeah that's that Star fun. Wars one where you fly the plane now. Mm-hmm. You get in the whole like thing. That's pretty awesome. All right, from games with gold to PlayStation Plus Essentials. PlayStation Plus Essentials subscribers' free games for May are Grid Legends, Silvery Two, and Descenders. Silvery uh, Two. Oh. Yeah. Remember uh, when um, was it Mike that tried to get you to buy it? UK Mike. Am I getting his name wrong? Maybe. I don't remember. No, you're talking about uh, Smokey. Smokey, yes. Yeah, Smokey. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of those. Th- Listen, these games are much better than what Xbox is offering, but neither neither of them are having a banger month as far as the games are concerned. Uh, Grid Legends is currently on Xbox Game Pass. You can go play it there if you want as part of the EA Play. As long as you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And then uh, I have no interest in Story Two, and I've played. Descenders. I feel like that was given away by Microsoft a couple years ago, either on Gold or was part of Game Pass as well. Um, definitely a step down from April's uh, PlayStation Plus Central games, which had Sackboy Adventure, which I think that alone was was made it worth it. Uh, all right. I cannot. When I read this next story, part of me was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this. That was even a thing. Um, oh wait, this is actually isn't the story I thought it was. All right, so hold on, let's do this first, and then uh, I'll, I'm gonna look for another story. Bilal, can you go over this story while I look for the other one? Okay. Um, so free comic book day is coming up, and it's this Saturday, and part of it uh will contain a a prequel comic for Marvel Spider-Man Two from Insomniac. Um, let's see. Let's see, director John Paquette. From Insomniac Games, uh, let's see, what does he say? With narrative director sharing details of the story's plot, the story is set to give fans an idea of what Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and Mary Jane, MJ, uh, have been doing since the events of Spider-Man and Spider-Man, Miles Morales. When we initially sat down with the team at Marvel, we explored a few different ideas and about what kind of stories we could tell in a prequel comic. Uh, but we kept coming back to the same core uh, premise. What well, if Peter, Miles, and MJ had to team up against a new spider, a new supervillain whose powers they didn't understand? Additionally, we wanted to make sure that we could get a peek into what this uh, heroic trio has been doing since the events of Marvel Spider-Man and Mo- Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. What is Pete up to now that there are two Spider-Men in the city? How is Miles doing in school? And how is MJ's journalism career going? I mean, just every everyday life for a spider person yeah it seems i mean and listen so- i'm 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 down with this well, mostly i'm down with this kind of stuff because i love the suit design for these uh two spider-men 
Yeah. And uh, in the games, and so to get some uh, comics with with those two designs is is cool. I'm down. Yeah. So uh, uh, fans can get uh, in, in the U.S. can get the comic at any comic book shop participating in Free Comic Book Day. Or download the comic digitally from uh, Marvel Unlimited app or Marvel.com. International okay. fans look at the comic at a later date. Okay, so this article, actually, if you keep going down, this article does actually have the, the new story, I thought. Uh, so you don't have to click on that next one. So right there, that paragraph right there. So Insomniac announced that Marvel Spider-Man Remastered will receive a standalone release on the PS5, uh, which will become available on the PlayStation Store later this month. Wow. So prior to uh, this Spider-Man Remastered has been out for two years now, right? It came out at the launch of uh, Spider-Man 2, if you remember, and came as part of the, like, uh, collector's digital deluxe edition or whatever. Uh, that game has been unavailable standalone for PS5 uh, for two years now. And the only way to get it was as part of that package. And so uh, I think I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Can't believe you haven't been able to buy it by itself uh, until now. And it's, uh, hey, if you got the Platinum in the PS4 edition, you could transfer your save. Uh, and then as soon as you boot up the PS5 version and you bring that save over, Platinum unlocked. Mm. Right, is it crazy that the only thing I can think about when you guys talk about these, like, th th you're melting my brain. I'm just like, why does anyone play console? You have to deal with these issues where you it's, can't it's not, get games. It's, it's <laughs> not... <laughs> Yeah, but at least our games run. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our games, we get uh, games. Red yeah, but, but, the, but the ones I care about don't run. The ones I care about don't run. The ports, though, are the ones that don't run. The, 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 the trash the, that gets the, ported on over. To oh, yeah. The, Listen, to the do me a favor. Launch, do me a favor. Launch your Jedi uh, Survivor right now. <laughs> I will launch, launch it right, right now. now. In, in 4K60? Yes. No, in 4K60. Don't, 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 launch it right, don't launch it right now because I don't need you to crash your whole computer while we're in the middle nope, of podcast. It's all right. I already hit play. Right. <laughs> Last bit of news for this week. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom leaks early. Two weeks ahead of the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, May 12th release date, the game still seems to have already leaked. This isn't entirely surprising. It's the biggest game of the year. People are eager to get a look at it. But Nintendo is likely scrambling to get the footage taken down. Um, the yeah. bravery of people out there just live streaming yep. their emulated version of this game. I don't know why anyone would take the risk, but man, people are brave. Yeah. And yeah, so, Nintendo will take your whole life. I don't, yes. I, I don't mess yes, with them. Yes, they will. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so Kev, if you're asking how. Essentially, uh, there's there's a few different stories going around. Either a, a collector's editions got shipped out early, or somebody grabbed something from or a somebody back of a lives truck. close enough to New York. Where <laughs> no, it's not just... out in New York. The street date has not been broken oh, okay. in New York yet. Right. Um, yeah, but uh, what about what about in Newark? Not Newark. No, I, I, I'm up there for an early copy uh, of Zelda. Don't tell me. And, and so essentially, what happens is uh, all it takes is someone with a hacked switch, which doesn't require much. Um, if you have the right tools or a paperclip, you can do it yourself. Uh, um, I'm not joke. I'm literally not joking about that. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, yeah, you put the car the cart in, you dump the you dump the cartridge onto your computer, and it becomes a torrent, and it, it shares out. And so, immediately on what was this Monday? Yeah, on uh, Monday it was everywhere. Uh, people were live streaming. Details are out about. I'm not going to give too much, but yeah, right. like 
if you have a modified switch with custom firmware on there, you can you can run the game. Or if you use a PC emulator, you can run it there with some minor caveats. But yeah, it's it, it same thing happened with Metroid Dread, and so um, yeah, it's in a it's a very weird time for Nintendo where I think it, it sucks. <laughs> because like the people that are waiting, like I, I, my my old boss is just like, Nintendo needs to put out a statement. They need to release it early. <laughs> I'm like I'm like you can't just release a game early after it leaks, um, due to partnership and deals with like, uh, retail stores and whatnot. But yeah, it, it, situation sucks for those trying to be in complete blackout. It's a bit tougher. Just stay stay off of everything Zelda related. <laughs> stay off of YouTube. Twitch, whatever it is. Well, um, the good thing is I have Redfall to keep my attention. <laughs> I got Jedi Survivor. Um, the other thing is like a game like this, you know, the, the magic in it isn't like finding out what, well, I guess it's, I'm sure it'll have a great story. I'm not trying to dog the story at all. I, mean, right. I really enjoyed the first one. But the magic in it is the gameplay. It's going mm -hmm. through the world, you know, experimenting with your own um I guess combining your own items and things like that. So yeah, it yeah the discoverability it game for too many people. Yeah, as long as you're not sitting there watching streams or clips on uh, Twitch <laughs> or Twitter, um, right? You I, know, I like think it'll be fun. Every combination before the game. Comes <laughs> uh, out. Uh, I know how to solve this puzzle. Oh, did you know there's a secret here? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, it sucks for Nintendo, but this game will still sell millions. Yeah, I mean, I'm buying it. Yeah, that's a I, lot. I, I already got a purchase. All right. Well, uh, that ends our news for this week, and that ends our podcast. I need to wrap it up kind of quick, guys. I have people who need this space. And so... Uh, well, I think as, I wedding the plan or something. I, I would I just like to say <laughs> yeah, yeah. that uh, Star Wars has not crashed yet. Uh, I am, I'm still in there. All right. All right. <laughs> as always, thank you guys so much uh, for listening, for coming and watching during the live stream. Thank you, too, for taking time out of your busy days always oh yeah no no problem uh <laughs> wednesdays are now busier because i have to go into the office and come back and get this podcast ready but yep. you know what if gaming is hot right now it will be for the next couple of months and yeah. if all discussions are like this i'm gonna love wednesday nights no it, it is wild that we went through such a drought and now it's just like banger after banger and i'm yeah. having a hard time catching up uh keeping up i should say uh Even without e3 Kevin, why don't you let people know where people can follow you and uh, what kind of content they can expect? Yes, I will do my best as I uh, I cannot mute the game right now. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? Let me all that for. I can barely hear you guys. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you want to find any My Hero uh, trading card game content, you can find me at MyHeroMeta.com. Just .com. Uh, all of my content is up there. Um, you can find me on Twitter at blah at shock two k five, where I'm talking about anything under the sun. Uh, look me up. Uh, yeah, see you there. All right, Bilal, what about you? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Bilal underscore man. I actually have been off of Twitter a lot lately, uh, but I do tweet here and there uh, about a few things, especially Jedi Survivor and how it runs in the series. S. Um, yeah, and you guys can follow the website at, over at theworkprint.com. We have all the reviews for the fifth season of Marvelous Miss Maisel ready for when it, ready to be published when they're scheduled to. We've got a lot of um, 
got Omega Gang reviews coming. I don't know if I can say that or not, if that's embargoed, but uh, we got that coming along with Yellow Jackets, free comic book day posts. Uh, Christian just did a post on Marvel Snap and uh, the new season, uh, which is Guardians of the Galaxy related, I guess tying in with the movie release tomorrow night. And about the new card uh, of Nebula and making a Guardian Guardians of the Galaxy deck, really good deck, by the way. Give it give it a look see. Um, yeah, and we got a whole bunch of comic stuff uh, with IDW exclusive interviews uh, with uh, the Cosmonaut author, uh, um, Cosmonite author, uh, up on the site. So definitely give that a look see. Uh, and you guys can always follow us on socials at the Work Print on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> how about you, Rob? Well, as for me, uh, you can follow me at SunnyVice20, S-U-N-N-Y-V-I-C-E-2-0, across pretty much every social media. Uh, one will point to the other if you really need to find me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that wraps up this week's podcast. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.